Hello, Hunters, and welcome back to another episode of the Ultimate Fictional Character Podcast. I am Matt Acevedo, joined as always by my amazing co-hosts, Emily Rose Jacobson. Howdy, howdy, howdy. And Christian underscore Humes. Oh, I see. So you're doing Twitter handles right now. I think so. Oh, I think or you did a Twitter handle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I could have done them both at once, but it's all good. You know, sure. Welcome everyone to the Ultimate Fictional Character Podcast. If this is your first time listening, you are listening to the ultimate tournament of characters from all sorts, shapes, and sizes, mascots, TV shows, comic books, whatever. And we're pitting them up against each other to see who is the ultimate fictional character. Uh, we are on season three, and we are on episode three of Division One, out of four divisions, and we have a, a very a very interesting matchup today. We have a couple gaming characters, uh, a mascot, and a main character from a movie. Yeah, a minifig. A minifig, <laughs> yeah. But I think we just jump right on into this thing, everybody. I How think do, so. What say thee? Let's All right, y'all, let's get into our first matchup. We have the super fighting robot. Mega Man is jumping into the fray versus he's he is uh, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Ooh. Nope, he is seeing a bunch of colors. It is Toucan Sam. I put the wrong. I was thinking of the wrong guy. This is this is not a good sign for Toucan Sam. So yeah, Toucan Sam. He says, "Follow your nose." He just follows. I follow my snout. No, he says nose. Yeah, yeah follow my snout. <laughs> Already off to a great start. That was my bad though, because I will say out of the gate, I think Toucan Sam. I, I was just. I'm just getting old. And I don't. I haven't watched. When was the last time you've seen a uh, serials commercial? Because we, we don't watch like cartoons anymore. You know what I mean? Wait, we watch cartoons. We just don't watch TV. On cable. We don't watch like cable yeah. TV. Exactly. I, I watch cartoons. all you. I know you watch cartoons today. There's no way you didn't watch some kind of anime today. I was totally watching this anime called Ace of Diamond about a baseball team yeah. in high school. Yeah. That's <laughs> great. <laughs> Anyways, I, I had to recall Toucan Sam in my memory. And he's actually really great. I think he's one of the more sane mascots. A lot of the other mascots kind of seem like they have a, a little bit of a, a problem. Obsession you know? disorder. Like obsession Yeah, exactly. Condition. And he's oh, more I, of like a treasure yeah. hunter. He's like a treasure hunter. He kind of gives yeah, off, he gives off, um, oh gosh, a blathers. He gives off very much blathers energy. He's kind of this wise <laughs> bird that just enjoys yeah. some fruity loops. And he's kind of like a Scrooge McDuck where he, he brings his like little nephews, like his three little bird toucans on adventures with him to like Aztec, you know, temples and stuff like that. Yeah, this is this is interesting. He's always on the hunt for him, but he gets them. <laughs> it's not like tricks, right? No. And he's also doling them out to people, kind of like Tony the Tiger, but he's not like, oh, these are great for you. He's like, they're just delicious. He's like, you just, you smell them and you want them. He's All a connoisseur. He he is a connoisseur because let's see, look, 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 I know we're going up against Mega Man. We'll talk about Mega Man in a second, but I'm going to come out of the gate and say that like, look, Toucan Sam is a world-class chef who literally follows his nose to the ends of the world to pick Fruit Loops for you, Christian, for you, Emily. He is going to, to risking the life of, of himself and his little nephews to, to find adventure and find exotic fruit flavors for us, the consumer, to enjoy. I, I will say this. I, uh, unfortunately, our boy has been actually pretty prominent in the news lately. I don't know if you've heard. What? He's gotten a redesign that a lot of people oh. hate. 
Is it? Is a it... lot of people are hating on Toucan Sam right now. He got that kind of just like bubbly, simplistic style, and uh, he now features a Technicolor nose instead of kind of a three nose stripe. It's kind of every color. Oh, I'm seeing this right now. Oh, mm-hmm. you know, I will say I'm not necessarily into the nose colors. Although I think maybe they're animated, so like they don't, it doesn't work as well in a still image. Like in a yeah, still image. What but, is um, this? The style, though, I like the style. It looks like a Powerpuff Girl, so like a Dexter's Lab kind of uh, like art style for the character. It's like very cartoony. Well, I think um, it's. I think that's why people don't like it because it's kind of following this recent. I think people nickname it the Cal Art style, which is which a I very love, simplistic, uh, <laughs> cartoony. No, I think it's fine. Yeah. Your vote. If you design a cartoon, you're allowed to do whatever style you want. And if those styles are fun to you, then hell yeah. Live your life. Embrace your truth. We're not going to yuck your yum. But I think a lot of people see it and just see this recent trend of animation. Especially like with Teen yeah. Titans. Teen Titans Go. Kind of had this also yeah. like uh, adorificate, like chibified, but like in a kind of a more, not in an adorable way, but more in a simplistic cartoon way that kind of for a lot of people were like, well, that show was so great. Like a bunch of jokes, uh, yeah. But the Teen Titans movie was great, but that's another topic. But um, but yeah, that was really funny. A lot of people don't like this new redesign, but I, I think I... I think regardless of the design, Toucan Sam still Toucan Sam. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I... He's meant to be relevant for kids, right? They want him to make sense for the current generation, especially because they've redesigned it before by adding colors to the stripes on his nose mm-hmm. to match the fruit colors that were in the fruit loops. But then over time, they were changing the formula and they didn't update the nose. So then, like, the nose stripes weren't matching the fruit anymore anyway. So now it's like, you know what? Throw out the old design, new design. I'm in on it. I like it. I also like the old one. The old one looks like something like Rare would have made for, like, a Donkey Kong character. Yeah, I dig that. They also, like, gave him solid arms at one point. Like, let us not forget that. There was one point where they replaced his wings with human-like arms. And I would say that was probably the worst design. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I would be out on that. Um, well, speaking of someone who got several designs, he is also going up against Mega Man, and I gotta say, Mega Man is a strong contender. Not only is he extremely versatile, he is a sentient being that fights for the freedom uh, to to take out the oppression of Doctor Light um, or Doctor Wily, excuse me. Um, so, I, to me, like, he, I know, like, I, I love Mega Man. I, I don't. I, I wish I could recall the anime growing up. I used to watch that anime all the time. That was on like. Uh, ABC Family or whatever. Did, did you guys watch was that it one? Fox Kids? Oh, I've watched it. Yeah, it was on Fox Kids. Back when it was it was on Jetix. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, Mega Man or Rock Man, depending on where you are. Um, he's an interesting guy. Is he full robot or is he more like android? Cuz I thought he was like an android, right? He's, he is yeah, he's like a he's a he's he's an android. I'm pretty sure. Right, he, I don't think he's. Um, he, I don't think he's an android. I, I don't think he's like a he, like. I mean, I, I gotta find that out. We have to know. <laughs> yeah, because the thing about Mega Man that's interesting is, uh, you know, I, Mega Man has a lot of classic rivals. The biggest one, I think, a lot of people would say would be Samus. Uh, you know, they both have the arm blaster that can be upgraded and changed, and that's sort of like Mega Man's whole jam is like, hey, I'm pretty cool. But if you allow me to upgrade, I can be a lot cooler. He's like, I could kind of be anything. 
Yeah. And that's what's cool about Mega Man, right? Yeah. He is not, and he, and it is confirmed that he is not, um, he is not human. He is a hundred percent robo. Yeah. No man, a hundred percent machine. Interesting. And the sun. I know there are so many iterations of Mega Man too, though. Like, I wish I had watched, I could recall more of the anime because it actually goes in depth, you know? Um, like you only, in the, in the games, you only kind of get little glimpses of, uh, glimpses of him, right? Yeah, I just I feel like that we've seen like images of Mega Man like without the suit on, and there was like boy kind of underneath. Well, I think it's like I think it's like Astro Boy, where he can take on definitely the appearance of boy, but uh, yeah. but he is ultimately like a hundred percent my surrogate robot son. But he's like, isn't he like somewhat synthetic? Like it's not like because an android doesn't necessarily have to be like half human. But it has to have, like, synthetic, organic components. Because, like, I always thought, like, his face was, like, meant to be, like, skin and not, like, metal that's painted to look like skin. Because he doesn't look like a robot, like, mouth. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it looks like flesh. Um, but I am Googling it. It seems like, depending on the iterations of him, it actually is different. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is why there's some confusion around him. But he is essentially, like, 100% artificial. Like, there was no... There was no child that was crafted into Mega Man. It was all created. Um, so I guess the, the thing that would be most close is to say he's like a host, like in uh, Westworld. He's, he's, he's like a Westworld styled robot host, however you want to call it. Yeah, um, that's, yeah. So, and Emily, you and I both have talked quite a bit about how much we love our sentient artificial life forms. Oh, yeah. With people like Janet and uh, Data. So Mega Man being up there as a playable video game character, I mean, personally, you're going to have to, someone's going to have to tell me why Toucan Sam is better than Mega Man, because I can't see it. <laughs> I think I think it's tricky, because I think, I think Mega Man is a great character, but I think his char- the best explorations of his character are either in Mega Man X, or uh, they are in uh, the TV shows. Because I don't think in the game... Yeah. It's more like you're just jumping and shooting, just rolling around, jumping and shooting. You get some story, but it isn't like it isn't like Mega Man's personal character journey. It's it's more uh, yeah. like uh, until he faces Zero. Game is like that more, the whole game is much more about Mega Man's kind of uh, the leveling up of him in various levels to then achieve the abilities to fight and combat Zero. Uh, but yeah, I feel like this he's an interesting character who in his natural medium doesn't get explore explored entirely, but in out, other media sources he is. Right, like I would say Mega Man Battle Network like the the series um really explored his character which is very much like shown in good guy and in that he's just kind of shown as um as like you know the main character he's he's a weapon like he's and every every time i see him in an anime he's like used as a weapon like even dr light sends him out you know and and who's mega man to like know what's right and wrong is he just programmed this way or does he actually believe that like what dr wiley is doing is wrong um it, it's it's hard to say man because I, I i agree with emily that is it you know the media the medium that he that you, you play with him as doesn't give much to him as the character but the world around him you know is kind of going crazy yeah, Mega Man also, I mean, he he feels compelled to defeat the bad guys, right? He's sort of in this, like, weird um, war of, like, 
which side can make the more powerful weapon, and he is that yeah. weapon. <laughs> like exactly. he is the weapon. Um, so he's like, a great whatever, soldier. Yeah, and and him sort of volunteering to be this soldier and to do this. Um, it, that's like a difficult task because it's he's a kid, right? Like he's young-ish. I mean, we don't know. Like again, this there's. There are different origins of the characters, different versions of his history. And that's why, like, sometimes video game characters, we've talked about this in previous seasons, Emily, but, like, so sometimes so much of the story is left to be done by the player than it mm-hmm. is by, like, the writing. And then, like, they'll make so many iterations of the same game that it's like, well, what's the canon? Like, you know, it, so it's tough to know, like, who is Mega Man. But that being said, like, Toucan Sam's just doling out Fruit Loops, right? Yeah. Well, it's like, like I don't even think his kid's snacks. favorites. Yeah. Like, no one would be talking about how great Indiana... I mean, don't get me wrong. He's going... He, like, he goes on these adventures. Like, he's Indiana Jones. But he's not trying to recover things and, like, bring them to a museum or steal steal them back from the Nazis to return them to where they belong. Instead, he's he's just like, we gotta go find that sugary cereal... So we can get it in our mouths because it is <laughs> delicious. Look, is he is he delivering a part of a balanced breakfast to children everywhere? Yes. Does <laughs> Mega Man give that life sustainability? It's even yet to. It's true. It's true. Mega Man doesn't uh, necessarily deliver calories, but he delivers fun. And, uh, you know, if you're really, like, getting into the heat of a battle, let's say you're, like, in Smash, um, you're burning calories. Like, Mega Man is there to help you <laughs> to help you work out those those emotions, those feelings in battle. And who knows? Like, you know, Dr. Wily might make a, uh, you know, make a, a, a robot that is a, a, a cannon shooting, um, serial shooting robot. And then Mega Man acquires serial shooting uh designs because that's what he does he customizes maybe he is he could be a serial bar he just <laughs> what if like dr light when they're not in combat just like turns Mega man to a serial bar <laughs> it's just like well so but that's the thing right because with Mega Man, we know that like he fights to like protect his friends and everyone else and to protect the world but like toucan sam is like just out there to like turn a profit and get himself some fruity loops because he likes fruit. But couldn't they just fashion like an upgrade for his arm to be a better fruit loops finder than Toucan Sam's nose? That's a very good point, Christian. I will say this. I didn't know this about Mega Man until I stumbled upon it, but I must provide you all with it. Once when the robot when Dr. Wily sees control of the city and all the robots went rogue, Rock, who was just Dr. Light's lab assistant, similar to his uh, kind of sister robot role, he was just a lab assistant. But um, he had a strong, he's a little robo with a strong sense of justice. And he volunteered to be converted from simple lab assistant into fighting robot or super fighting robot Mega Man. That's pretty dope. That is. That is. And I don't know if in the age of, you know, war that Mega Man exists if Toucan Sam would do the same I think he'd be like uh couldn't couldn't someone else just fight these robots because I got I got a whiff of some Fruity Loops this way 
Uh, robots are that way. I mean, if yeah. Fruit Loops were on the line, I think Toucan Sam would definitely stand up. But I'd convert his nose. Mega Man into a is cannon. like, I just want to help people. I yeah. yeah. Justice. I'll, I'll say this one thing, and then I really feel like it's going to be a hard sell. Yeah. But uh, outside of an upgraded Mega Man, I think Toucan Sam and his little boys could take him down. I mean, early <laughs> unupgraded <laughs> Mega Man is a chump. Oh, and yeah. Toucan oh, Sam kind of looks like some of the little robos he goes against. He does. Yeah. You know? So yeah. I think there's an, a reality in which Toucan Sam could take down the Blue Bomber, but um, it's very limited and it's very one sided. And in any other situation, he's getting blasted. He's getting blasted with the wrong kind of blast. Not Fruity Blast, but a Plasma Bast. <laughs> I, I, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I feel good about um, that. Yeah, I feel good about it. I feel good, yeah. All right. Looks like Toucan Sam followed his nose and it got him killed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. He followed his nose into an early grave. <laughs> Keep on cutting those box tops. Oh, um, all right. So speaking okay. of. <laughs> I'm dead. I'm sorry. That was the weirdest one I've ever done. <laughs> All right, so Mega Man's going on to the finals. Uh, next up, we have uh, our Starfighter, our, our our superstar, Kirby, versus the special Emmett from the Lego movie. The Master Builder. That's right. Keeper of the Craggle. Which mm-hmm. is, it, is, is to start with Emmett, are, is he the Master Builder, or are you the Master Builder? Everyone. Are we all the Master We are all the special. Everyone is the special, right? But yeah. to the but special end, special. Yeah, it like, was actually him. Yeah. Yeah, it was. But only because he believed in himself. Um, anyone here? I know Matt. I feel like Matt loves Kirby. Uh, Emily, do you have a particular affinity for either one of these? Could you tell me why one of these characters you think deserves to be the ultimate fictional character? Kirby is my Smash main. Oh, oh. implicit bias. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's tricky. I think it's really, really tricky. I think. I think, look, Kirby... Pink, round, awesome. He's got amazing fighting skills. He's got, I would say you have, we have two really interesting creative contenders where Kirby has the unique properties of enemies that he absorbs. Uh, you have Emmett, who is one of the master builders who can create anything using the world around him. I think we have two very creative, very powerful characters going up against each other. And that's what's really exciting. And both of them kind of deal with uh, really big cameos. You know what I mean? Like Kirby sure. with the Nintendo roster in Smash, Emmett with all the Legos that are different brands. Pretty cool. They've both saved their respective universe at least once. Right. So what's good about that is we can just get that out of here now, right? Yeah. We can We cannot talk about, like, who here has saved more of their... Like, they've both... Once you've saved the world, you've saved the world. They've both done it. If the writers chose to have you do it time and time again, that's their prerogative. But it's no longer a thing that's <laughs> special between the two of them. Kirby, here's my question for you. Because there's so many, like, just just blankly looking at this, right? It's clear to me that Kirby should be the winner. But now thinking about it for a minute, I could tell you what kind of a character, like, who Emmett is as a person. Like, I know, like, what his sense of humor is. I know what his flaws are. I know what he's insecure about. I know, 
Like, just there's all these things about that character that we know because we got to really spend time with him. I actually don't know who Kirby is as a character. I know he's awesome in video games, and he does cool things. But what is Kirby's deal? Could someone tell me? Yeah. Um. So Kirby, Kirby is a, a star fighter, like a superstar uh, fighter, uh, who is like a star warrior kind of a deal. Who is mm. uh, like one of? I, I, we don't really know exactly what Kirby is, but we do know that Kirby. Um, it's kind of like a defender of the galaxy that when he needs to, he, he, when circumstances comes, he is able to uh, answer the call and to protect the galaxy from just total destruction and it's off time. Um, so we know that he can get very serious. He he can tell what's right and wrong. Uh, we do know that in his off time that he's just very lackadaisical and likes to chill and eat uh, sweets. He loves sweets. Um, so we just know that he, he's kind of like a Snorlax where he likes to have a good time and, and and enjoys eating good food, um, but is able to rise to the occasion when he needs to because he is a very strong being and is able to uh, you know overcome obstacles thrown his way um, and save not only his friends but the, like you know we know we, both of them can save the universe or whatever but yeah yeah and the things that he's faced are terrifying like compared to, I know Emmett's dealt with earth shattering things as well but like. Like Kirby literally looks at nightmares, like like things that would find you would find in your nightmares in the face and punches it. I mean, Emmett also though faced the possibility of existing consciously frozen in place forever. The same same with all of his kind, just super glued, stuck, conscious. Like imagine just being it's like being frozen in carbonite and being aware of everything around you like that's a like dr stone nightmare dude. yeah it's a pretty nightmare scenario <laughs> yeah that's not a yeah. that's not a happy scenario but i guess um i mean kirby is just so cool right kirby is like, cool and my problem with my problem with emmett is that he he's very like if it wasn't for wildfire or wild style um like he would just be okay with everything that happened in his environment. You know what I mean? Like he, he's, I, I think his naive naivety, um, is, it's a huge disadvantage for me because like, if it wasn't for someone nudging him, like, Hey, whatever the government's doing right now is weird. He wouldn't have taken the call to action. Yeah. And it was pretty complacent with life. Even arguably the most complacent with life. He was following the man. He loved the, the initiatives that were put in place I feel inspired to break away except for the catalyzing moment of meeting wild style isn't that a little bit though of like what makes him great isn't that like some of the best stories like that's star wars right it's like luke skywalker is just like sure luke skywalker was kind of fed up with his lot in life but had things not happened to him he would have just stayed on that moisture farm like this, these things had to happen to Emmett to give him the opportunities to rise to the occasion. But when given the opportunity, he did. Like he was able to save everyone with his double decker uh, couch, and that was pretty cool. <laughs> That's true. That was pretty cool. <laughs> that was pretty that cool. was pretty cool. He also like dove off the side of the universe. Uh, he interacted with uh, other beings, <laughs> the, the humans. Um, and I think I think all that stuff was really amazing, but uh, I don't. I I mean I don't. I don't know if it's enough really to to take out Kirby here, because Kirby we just see time and time again um, 
always rise to the occasion. He's always ready for it. But I do wonder, and I, I don't think that this necessarily means that Kirby loses to Emmett, but I do wonder what that means long-term for Kirby. Like, how much does yeah. Kirby have to offer us uh, in other categories? Because I will say, like, you asked me who I want to go get a hang with, like just chill. Like, who am I going to grab a beer with? I'll grab a beer with Emmett. I think I would grab Kirby. a beer with Emmett. Yeah, I, I would too. Emmett's a cool dude. He's just chill, you know. Right. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. Like sometimes there's something nice about having a character who you know, like outside of this adventure, he's not going to go seeking like more crazy things. He's going to be like, well, I just want to like go home and like have a peaceful life and enjoy TV and just like do my part in society <laughs> and like that's kind of a nice thing like to be like hey here's this like every man that can be something great um yeah but it is limiting like it is it, it's interesting i wouldn't have considered how you both pointed out that he would not have like it was kind of forced upon him to yeah he didn't really i guess that's the difference like luke made a choice Emma didn't it was like it was really like he wasn't really given a choice yeah. At any point. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. And Luke, Luke, Luke too was like he was really gun ho about joining the resistance to begin yeah. with because he was he wanted to like the whole beginning. I just know this because I just rewatched it on Star Wars Day. But in the beginning of New Hope, he's like go off to the academy, and his uncle is like, "Hey, I need you. Unless these like droids are good, I need you to stay another year or another season for the harvest. Like you can't go yet." But he wants to. He's got to go to Tashi Station to pick up some power converters. But we're not talking about Luke. <laughs> we're talking about the the best little pink ball ever, Kirby. Uh, yeah. Who? Yeah. Who? Who? Who does not need a call to action to know that the world needs his help? He's ready, man. He's just on pop star. He's also not only is he like super cute, and if you look at the popularity polls in Japan of like everyone's favorite Nintendo character, it's actually Kirby, which is crazy. Uh, that is crazy. They love Pikachu. Kirby. I know, right? It's crazy. Um, but Kirby's also like a tech, a technician. Um, Kirby Planet Robo, like Kirby is able to create like weapons. Um, and Kirby's also a racer on like like it's you know it, like flying on warp stars, which is like I think an underrated racer. Like I think the the I, I want another Kirby He's like era. Mario, if he was a piece of gum, if Mario was a piece of gum, then yeah, I, I would say. He's but, silly but, but, putty but, Mario. Yeah. Yeah. He right? transforms. Yeah. yeah. He's a bit like silly putty. Like you, you kind of like you take silly putty, you put it on like a newspaper or something. You put it on it. You put it on like a, a peanuts comic. Right. And now you have Snoopy Kirby. <laughs> right. Do you want to hear a weird fact? I, I do want to hear a weird fact. Speaking of Snoopy. Oh, boy. Uh, Sakurai instructed that Kirby not speak in full sentences, citing the peanuts character Snoopy. So Snoopy was an inspiration for Kirby. That's awesome. Wise. That's all I needed to hear. <laughs> That's awesome. Also, also Emmett part of Legos, great. Kirby, Kirby's also got some some educational importance. Uh, he was in a short educational video that was released exclusively in Japan in the in the early nineties, designed to young children. That's really nice. So it's like, yeah, he's got this. He's a really popular character, but. He's not just fighting. He's not just fighting for good either or against other fantastic Nintendo and and characters in Smash. He's also he's also teaching us. He's and being he's an inspiration. And he's Andy he's cooks. Cook. And, he's and he'll friend. cook you. He'll cook you and launch you into the off-screen. 
I think I think that's all we need to hear about this match because there is another there's another battle that's still to take place. Yeah. That's true. I think we call it. I think everything is awesome, but Emmett, his time has come. I think it's uh it's time to take a little craggle, put put Emmett in his place and oh uh, my kick gosh. him out of the bucket. We gotta learn how to let go, you know? Oh my oh. gosh. Yeah. Looks like Kirby is going on to face off against Mega Man. You know, I watched the Lego Masters TV show, and uh, How was it that? was great. It was amazing. It's everything I wanted it to be because it's it's really like friendly and supportive, like Great British Bake Off, but for Legos. <laughs> so it was great. Uh, I just had Legos. I apologize. It's Lego. It's plural. I know. Whatever. But man, none of the puns are as bad as the one Matt just made. Thank you uh, very much. I got <laughs> another one. I got another one better. All right, let's hear it. <laughs> Ultimate fictional character podcast. I think you mean ultimate fictional character puncast. Whoa! I just want a compilation of all of our puns now. (laughs) The whole series. (laughs) Um, All right. Let's get into this finals, man. Look, final destination, no items, Mega Man versus Kirby. Let's do this. Uh, No items? So does Mega Man have (laughs) his, like, oh, we're talking Smash. So, like, just in Smash. Oh, gotcha, 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 gotcha. Look, here's the thing. Here's, here's, you know, there's always like a weird thread where these characters have like a very specific, similar thing that defines them. Yeah. Which is like always kind of surprising when you when you pull these characters from vastly different series and franchises. These two both coming from video games and actually being in a shared video game like Super Smash Brothers makes that less weird. But they both have a very unique ability to be able to absorb and use the ability of other characters. And I think that's really interesting because that is essentially their character-defining feature, is that Kirby can become the enemy he is facing and then use those tools against him. And Mega Man can do that, but there's a very big difference in how they go about it because with Mega Man, you have to defeat your enemy to be able to gain their abilities. Yeah. And with Kirby, he sucks. Literally. Literally. Yeah. And then he spits you out, and now he's got your ability. Yeah. I would say that is a point on Kirby's board. If you 100%. Ask me. He's able to use their abilities against them as opposed to having to defeat them and then take on that power. Absolutely. I totally agree with you there, man. I think Kirby is a, is a better fighter for sure. Um, and it's just, you know, he, like, he's got also like, a, a, he's got a series of weapons in his tool too, like a sword and, uh, and like a giant flame hammer that hits pretty hard. And he can he can float in the air really high, and then if you line up over Mega Man and you press down B, he can turn into a rock, and that's how Emily wins at Smash. <laughs> you know, there's a there's something about Mega Man that I've, that I've always thought was really cool, right? Yeah, and that is the fact that you're in this like crazy world with all these robots, but you're also a robot going up against them. Typically when like the world's taken over by like bad robots or monsters you're not like you're never a monster fighting the other monsters but in this one it's like no no no, not all robots are bad like you've got roll you've got your dog proto man's this like weird like anti-hero like sometimes he's good sometimes he's bad he's so cool but it's like i i kind of like the idea that like we're using a character that isn't necessarily good or bad but Kirby kind of, does Kirby have something similar with that? Because I will admit, I get a little confused with all the alternative Kirbys. There are, there's like uh, 
Banana D and stuff. I know he's not a he's not Kirby, but he's like a Kirby. He's he's not a Kirby. He's not a Kirby. He's like his own thing. Yeah, and, and like Meta Knight's not Kirby. Uh, Meta Knight is actually like the same species as Kirby, but right. But he's so he's a Kirby, but he's not Kirby. Yes. Just assuming because we don't know what he is. I'm just saying they're Kirby's. Yeah. Or Kirby. Yeah, Kirby's Kirby's not the only one of his race. Right. Right. Okay. So that's that. that I guess they then, in a in a way, have a similar theme there. Um, although with Kirby, his actual universe, it's not like people and stuff. It's just he lives in this like fantastical, strange world. Um, who wins in a fight? Kirby, I think. <sighs> I I I. Mm. I'm being biased though, because that's I would win in a fight as Kirby. <laughs> so I gotta think. I think a no, little... I think Kirby would too, because I think Mega Man's strength comes from defeat, where Kirby's strength lies in taking his opponent's abilities and using them against them. But you yeah. think you think about it, Kirby. Even though Kirby is a small pink ball, a lot of people underestimate him. But arguably, Kirby is the best tactician because he has developed a way, or has just like been born with this gift, ability to. To despite his stature and size, go against all the odds and adapt powers and the abilities of those who are more powerful around them and ultimately turn the tides of the fight. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I've always felt like, and this is something we're going to have to talk about in the future, I think, but Kirby is, I think, one of the most powerful beings in all of fiction. Oh, Uh, I mean, if you look at any event in Smash Bros, he is like the savior. Every well, time. So, I mean, let's. If you think about it this way, right? We watch Sonic the Hedgehog not be able to outrun the, the world of light, right? Like in that opening sequence when they all get taken. Yeah. Who does? Kirby. Kirby. Kirby also has what? A hammer, right? Here's what I'm saying Kirby is his universe's Thor. He has a. He has. He rides a rainbow bridge to other universes. Oh my god. Kirby can control the Bifrost and he wields a hammer. He is our adorable Thor. He is an adorable Thor. We have made a discovery like here Thor on UFC. Adora Thor. <laughs> Thorable. <laughs> it's like it's like Majin Buu mixed with Thor. Boom. Kirby. I mean, I think that's great. And I'm with you. I'm 100% here for that. I can't find like Mega Man to me is very like bland shonen. Like he just he's just defends cuz he's good. Like I don't know, man. I don't know. He's not my favorite, which yeah. which I feel like I'm hurting a lot of people's feelings right now, but he's not my my favorite. I think Kirby is is much more interesting cuz Mega Man is just like a machine that doesn't have it, like I've seen like I feel like I've seen it better. Like Westworld I actually think Proto Man is way more interesting than Mega I Man. Totally I totally agree. Like he has more. He's you know he's like the Vegeta, yeah, character. Like you know he's got. He, I feel like he struggles with decisions, and it's just like Mega Man is just so straightforward. And what's funny is like I actually like to play Mega Man games way more than I like Kirby games. I don't really like to play as Kirby in Smash, and yet that being said, I think Kirby is a way better, stronger, and more interesting character than Mega Man is. Yeah. And makes for better merchandise. <laughs> He's cute and strong. Emily, do you have any last thoughts on these characters? I mean, ultimately, like, this is 
This is the matchup you want. Not only two characters who fight each other in the physical ring, but two of the most well-known and, like, regarded video game characters. I mean, you think of video... I mean, you think of video game canon, you think of the most recognizable, impactful video game characters out there. And and Link, but you also do think of Mega Man and Kirby, who are two amazing characters. So I'm glad we had this this matchup. Me too. I'm ready to call it, Christian. Emily, I'm ready. Are you? I'm ready. Same. Emily, you could do the honors. All right. Just the 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 pun the pun uh the pun is on. It looks like. Oh gosh. Matt, you gotta hit him with a smash. You gotta hit him with a better smash analogy than what I'm going for. You go for it, Matt. I'm sorry. I know you've got the. I know you've, you've been smashing recently, so now you've got it on the brain. Master Hand has come to oh. take Mega Man away. Because and it looks like moving on to the next round. Yeah, there's no more light, Doctor Light, for him. Ah, oh, God, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say he something like, her. "It looks like Mega Man has." run out of lives or been pushed off the platform a little <laughs> little rusty on my end look like looks like Rockman's gonna roll on out of here oh yeah so there we go wow. there it is all right guys that means kirby is our winner for season two season three division one episode three and it's going to go on to face off whoever is next their next winner so why don't we go ahead and everyone let's go say say where we could find um where we they can find us. And Christian, why don't you pull those names out of those buckets? Um, you guys can find me at the TheMouseVado on Twitter. You can also find me and Emily doing a Mass Effect uh, TTRPG podcast called Mass Effect Adventum. And you can also listen to me and Emily uh, do a video game podcast called Hit Points. So go check those out. Yeah, just like what Matt said, you can find me in all those cool places. And you can find me on my own Twitter doing the 29... 29- Days of Bioshock. Uh, just so you can see all how much I love that game. Maybe I should put a character from that game into the bucket at the frankly under at frankly underscore Emily on Twitter. I think Elizabeth from Bioshock is in the bucket. I can't remember if she came up, but I think she. I could be wrong. Uh, that being said, I'm at Christian underscore Humes. You can find me on the Underrank Podcast, of course, here and on Watch World, um, and just you know, hanging out. All of our links to everything are in our show notes. So if you click on the description and the show, whatever podcast app you're looking at, check out the show notes. You can click on one of those links. Come find us directly. Guys, this uh, final match for the first division is going to be a tough one. So our Ooh. first character I've pulled here is an incredible, absolute incredible leader, an intergalactic champion of Voltron, Ooh. the leader of the Black Line himself, Shiro. Oh, Oh, he's so good. That DreamWorks run was so Beautiful. good. It's amazing. I loved it. And uh, it's unfortunate because Shiro is going up against... I mean, I guess we called we called him Pink Mario, so this would be Red and Blue Kirby. It's Mario. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. so, many, so many video games recently. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and they're good characters, too. They're good video game characters. So... so um, I mean, we have a good, we have a nice, we have a nice mix here, though, because the next up is a retro kind of 80s sci-fi show that you're familiar with. Its character comes from Stranger Things, and it's Will Byers. Mm, all right. 
Awesome. Awesome. Which he has he has a very interesting story because he's absent from so much of it, but the parts that he is in, at least in the first two seasons, like are so crazy. Yeah. So and then of course he is like a main main active person in the th- third season. But um not to be not to be like given a an easy match, this final matchup is uh Jessica Jones. Dang. So, so our fourth round in the first division is going to be a tough one. It is absolutely loaded and stacked, which is good because whoever wins that has to go up against Kirby. So we're at least going to have a very strong fight there. Yeah, definitely. So that's great. Well, cool, man. Uh, this has been fun. Yeah. And we has. have a tough decision to make next episode. Um, but thank you all so much for tuning in. Make sure to leave a review on iTunes if you haven't already done so. It really mean the world to us. And until next time, y'all, we'll see you very soon on the Ultimate Fictional Character Podcast. Stay on the hunt.